Gemara and Shabbos, Tav Kuflam et Ches Amad Beis, Tanu Rabbonon. Kishinich Nusu Rabbi Seinu Lekerem B'Yavne Omru, the Rabbonon said, Asi the Torah Shatishtakach Mi'Yisroel, the Torah is destined to be forgotten from Klal Yisroel. Terrible thing. But the Gemara brings a Nevuah of Amos that says just that. Then the Gemara says, Tanya Reb Shimon Bar Yechoi Oimeh, Reb Shimon Bar Yechoi says, Chas V'Sholem Shatishtakach Torah Mi'Yisroel, Chas v'sholem, to say that the Torah is going to be forgotten. It's a posuk that says it won't be. Ki Elo, ma'ani mekayim, how am I going to fulfill the nevu of Omois that we just mentioned? But no, it says no, the nevu of Omois means, People will not find clear halacha, clear psak, and clear teachings, clear mishnah, in the same place. You have to go one place for a clear psak, another place for, for a clear uh, Mishnah, clear teachings. And Rashi says, what does it mean you won't find a clear psak? Will the psak be right or wrong? So says Rashi, You won't find a halacha with clear reasons, with reasons. That there shouldn't be a machloikis. And there are many kashas on this, this Gemara, and the Divri Yoyal in this week's parsha has a whole slew of them. I'm going to shtel on one of his kashas, and I'm going to answer it differently than he does. And that's uh, the Rashi's uh, limiting the Gemara when it says you won't find halacha brura b'makamechad to halachas with the reasons. He says there are many uh, causes for machloikis in halacha. Uh, one of them everybody knows is that there's disagreement about what the reasons for the halacha is. Um, but why does, what is the point of Rashi saying that this dafka is what the Nevoah is saying? L'chaira, if there's machloikis in halacha and you can't find one l'chaladeistik apsak, then that's all it means. Halacha, you won't find halacha brura. What's the difference if they argue in what the reason is versus if they argue uh, what the Kabbalah is? Lamaisa, they're still arguing. And if they're still arguing, you don't have halacha brura. So what, what, what exactly does Rashi mean to tell us? So I'm going to say, that Rashi means to tell you not merely that they're arguing about what the reason is. It means something else entirely. We have a rule. And the source is a Chuvas Harosh. He says that people who pass in Shilas from the Rambam and they're not Bikian in, in the Gemara to understand where the Rambam got the Halacha from, he says they won't come up with the right Psaq they are likely to be mis- mistaken and to matter what's usur and to asur what's mutter. And because the Rambam wrote in his Sefer, the halachas without the reasons for the halachas and without proofs for his psokim, anybody that reads it, says the Rosh, he really thinks he understands what the Rambam is saying, but it's not so. The, and if he, he doesn't, he's not a Bucky in the Gemara and he doesn't understand why the Rambam said what he said, then it's very likely he doesn't understand the Rambam. The Rivosh brings this in a tshuva, and there's a Marsha similar to that. The Marsha on Soita says that nowadays people who pass in Shilas just from the Shulchan Aruch, and they don't know the reason for the Psak in the Shulchan Aruch, they didn't learn the Gemara first. They didn't have Shemesh Talmidei Chachomim. They are very likely to make mistakes. And he says, 
They are uh, destroyers of the world, and we should oppose them. We should object to what these people are doing just by paskini shilas from the Gemara. So there's a rule. The rule is that even though the Rambam wrote a Sefer of Halachas and the Shulchan Aruch wrote a Sefer of Halachas, you can't just look in the Rambam or in the Shulchan Aruch. And nowadays in any of the Kitzers, it's the same thing. The Kitzer Shulchan Aruch or the Chayodam or any of these wonderful Sforim that were written and think you know what the Halacha is. The, the Sforim, these Sforim were written... Um, obviously halacha lemaisa, but you need to understand them. Now, obviously, if somebody uh, has no choice, let's say he just finished Manesra and he doesn't know whether to repeat Yalavayova, he forgot Yalavayova, he can't learn the sugi now, he has to do something. Or maybe even he's in the middle of Shmanesre and he forgot Yalavayova and he doesn't know whether he should go back to the beginning of Shmanesre, uh, back to Ritzay, he has no idea what he should do. So he can't start learning the sugi in the middle, what he has to do is he has to know what the Kitzer says. He has to look up the halacha to find out what it says. But that's very, very bedieved. That you, that's not, you're not a poisik if you do that. You're, you're somebody who's using these sforim as uh, a, way to a way to figure out what you should do in an emergency situation. And very often that comes up. But that's not how to paskin a shayla. Now, how much do you have to know the... Uh, the Marshal says about uh, people who pass in from Shulchan Aruch, the Divri Yoel points out that the Marshal wrote that before they printed Noisekelem around the Shulchan Aruch. So now, if you read the Noisekelem and you read the Mepharshim on the Shulchan Aruch, then, then you're going to have a lot more information than what the Marshal was talking about. He was just talking about somebody who learns the Shulchan Aruch itself. But the rule is that it's not good enough to know what the Rambam says or what the Shulchan Aruch says, even though they're clear in what they say, but you have to know the reason for it as well. If you don't know the reason for something, and this is true regarding a halacha, this is true regarding a hashkafa, this is true regarding a maisa that you hear or that you see from a godlebi Yisrael, this is true even from something that you hear from a adam godl to you. If you don't understand what he means, if you don't understand the reasons, then then you may not even understand what he means. And even if you do understand what he means, it doesn't mean that you are able to use this uh, anywhere beyond the narrow place where you heard it. I'll give you an example. I'll tell you what, I'm having, what I have in mind when I say this. I'm talking about the Gemara and Kedushan. The Gemara there says there's a stira. In one place it says... Um, a person should learn tyranny afterwards get married because if he gets married first he's going to have a, a yoke on his head it's going to be hard for him to learn so first learn a lot of tyranny then get married uh, and another place it says the opposite that first he should get married and then learn tyranny and the Gemara says meaning it depends who the Talmidim were it's, one was for the Talmidim in Eretz Yisrael one was for the Talmidim in Chutz Loretz and it's a machloikis uh, which was for which. But either way, what it means is that even though the statements uh, of the Chazal were stated generically without any specification regarding who they are for, it is understood that when a Rebbe says something to Talmidim or to a group of Talmidim, it is not necessarily meant for everybody. Even though there's a logic behind it, if you don't understand that this was meant specifically for your case, 
as opposed to everybody's case in the world. You can't go around telling somebody else, well, I have a Kabbalah from my Rebbe, because it may not apply to someone else. It can only apply to your case. And it, it does only apply to your case in, in, in that instance. And unless you know why the Rebbe said what he said, you really don't understand what he said. Even if you follow his instructions and he's there and he says, no, follow my instructions, do exactly this. And here's why, because otherwise there'll be a oil around your neck if you uh, get married first. So learn Tyra first. It doesn't necessarily mean that he would give that same instruction to other people. So, and But that's talking about if you have a, a Rebbe, a Talmudic sage, who's talking specifically to you. And that's a pretty good level of surety. But if you read something in a Sefer, in a Kitzer, in a Rambam, or in a Kitzer Shulchan Aruch, or something like that, we are enjoined not to paskin from such places. You have to understand the whys, the wherefores, the background, the reasons. Without the reasons, you're not really going to understand anything. And there are, on, on all sorts of different levels, mistakes could be made. On the simplest level, obviously, Shilas depend on the particular circumstances and every little nafkamina in the circumstances can make a nafkamina in the halacha. And uh, unless you understand exactly what the circumstances are uh, that resulted in the psak that you read or that you saw that uh, or, or that you heard, you may not realize that under different circumstances it's not that way. Even if you just follow Minig HaMakam or the Minig of your father, you may not even understand what the Minig is. I'll give you two examples. One, there's a vote from Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky on the Mishnah in Pirkeiovis, um, And he says, why Why can't he just ask a Shaila or see what the great Tzadikim do, or Klal Yisrael does? And he says, I'll give you an example why. He says that there's two Minhagim um, on Shabbos Chazoyin, regarding where to wear, whether to wear Shabbos clothing or not. Some people wore it, in some places they did not wear Shabbos clothing. Now, the reason for these two menhagim was it, the differences in the kehillahs. Just like the Gemara and Kedushin, Holon v'holohu, the same thing was true over here. So, in some cases, says Rabbi Yaakov, uh, the Jews were very downtrodden, and they were poor, they were depressed, and Nebuch, even the regular days were like a Bain Hamitzarim. And it, was re- it would be very depressing, um, disillusioning for them uh, to not wear Shabbos clothes on Shabbos Chazoyin. So the Rabbonim of those places established a minig that no matter what, you have to wear your Shabbos clothes and celebrate Shabbos and do not wear regular weekday clothes on Shabbos Chazoyin. Other places were the opposite. Maybe the Jews were very wealthy, and maybe uh, they had a, the, the Rabbonim saw that they really weren't properly mourning uh, the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. Maybe they were like, you know, like the Kli Yokar and Dvarim, they were very nebuchadnezzar and they really didn't even feel the Golos. So the, the Rabbonim in those communities uh, may have likely said that, no, on Shabbos Chazoin, at least on Shabbos Chazoin, in order for you to understand that this is Shabbos Chazoin, that there is something as a dis- called the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash and you need to feel it, wear weekday clothes. Now, those are the reasons for the Tumen Hagem. Now, just imagine a guy who's an Amoritz from one town, one place where they wear 
um, where they'll say, don't wear Shabbos clothes on Shabbos Chazayin, he meets somebody from another place where they do. And he's going to give him Musa and say, no, you're not allowed to wear Shabbos clothes on, you're not allowed to wear Shabbos clothes on Shabbos Chazayin. I grew up all my life like that. And as my father did, and that's the way I was brought up. And my father and my father's father, my Rebbeim taught us that. And maybe vice versa is going to happen, but that's why Loyamar it's Chosid. He's not going to understand the reasons behind it, and since he doesn't understand the reasons, he's going to end up getting to fights with people and, and doing bad things. Uh, I'll give you another example, same type of thing. Uh, a guy once came to the Satmarev, this is recorded in one of the Halachas Forum, and he asked him a Shiloh regarding whether he should wear a kittle on Rosh Hashanah. Now, the Shiloh is this that this man uh, grew up in a place, he said, the minika makam of my father was to wear a kittel on Rosh Hashanah. And he's, he did it all his life. He's his father doing it. And now he's davening in a place where they don't wear kittels on Rosh Hashanah. And he wants to know whether he should follow his father's minig or the minika makam. And the Satan Rebbe told him, you should follow, follow, follow your father's minig. And therefore, don't wear a kittle. So the guy asked him, what do you mean? No, I said my father's minig is to wear a kittle. I just want to know if I should follow my father's minig. So he says, yes, follow your father's minig and don't wear a kittle because your father's minig was to follow the minig hamakam. And the reason why he wore a kittle is because he davened in a place where they did so. Your father's minig wasn't to wear a kittle. Your father's minig was to do what they did in the place where he davened. And that's the minig that you should follow. So you see, if you, you don't really know the reasons, then, then you're not even going to understand when to apply what, you're, um, what you learned or what you saw or what you heard. That, and, and there could be all sorts of differences. Lahalacha is really, it, 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 everybody understands this. This is Dover Pashat. But, but there's even another level of this. There's a, there's a mice in the Chazanish, a mice about the Chazanish. It's recorded in the Sefer Orchos Rabbeinu. Somebody came to the Chazanish and he asked him about a certain halacha that Reb Kivega uh, Paskind, uh, he asked the, there was a tour that Paskind something. Reb Kivega had a kasha on the tour and because of the kasha, he didn't Paskind like the tour. And the person asked the Chazanish, is this proper that because you have a kasha on a tour, you should be madchid from halacha? And the Chazanish answered that we have to paskin like a Rishon that we understand. Ribki Vega had a kasha on it, and therefore it means he didn't understand the tour. And if he, you don't understand the tour, you can't paskin like it. Now, this is an important principle. And this is one of the many reasons why it's important for a Poisik not merely to know halachas, but to understand to be a big goin and a big lamdin. And to understand, not merely understand what the, the, the Torah, let's say, is saying. Kivega understood full well what the Torah saying, was saying. Just he had a kasha on it. He had a kasha from somewhere. And because there was a kasha on this Torah, Kivega couldn't paskin like it. Because even though obviously he understood the words of the Torah, and clearly he understood what the Torah meant, but if he had a kasha, that means he didn't really understand it. Now, I, I would not say this over merely on the basis of a Misa from the Chazoinish, but the Chazoinish in the Chazoinish in Eurachayim actually says the exact same thing in another context. 
The Chazayni Shunei Chaim says, he, he brings a Rambam, it's in Simon Nun Beis, Hilchah Shabbos. And he brings a, a Rambam in a Halacha in Shulchan Aruch. And he has kashas. And then he says, I, I quote, I'm reading from it, I have it right here in front of me. Uladino lahalocha. Since we're not sure what the Rambam meant, and because he had a kasha on the Rambam, we have to do like those Rishonim, who we understand and we don't have kashas on. Because we are the Talmidim of those other Rishonim in these halachas. Meaning the Chazaynish is saying, we're paskining like our Rebbeim. And if you don't understand, if you have kashas, a shverkaiten, on something that even a Rishon says, it doesn't mean the, the Rishon, obviously, the Rishon isn't wrong. You didn't shlug him up. That's not why you're not paskining from him. But if there are other Rishonim that you do understand, then... All else being equal, because there are many other factors in Paskin Shaila. let's make that clear. But all else being equal, one of the factors is that we are Talmidim of those halachas, those teachings that we understand. If we don't understand something, then it's hard to use its lahalocha. And it's not just the Chazanish, there's an, it's all over the place. The Naidib Yehuda says it too. There's a Naidib Yehuda. He says, "It's not the Yehuda Madur Tinyonasim in Nundalad. Kfar biarti kama pa'amim shemidover shloya madnu al daitoi makavanosa yomatamoi ein lehevi mimenu loy loraya v'loy lestira al davaracha." In other words, if there's something that we don't understand, even though we know clearly what it says, we can't bring a kasha from it anywhere else, and we can't bring a raya from it. So see, here's one of the reasons why there could be vast differences in the authority of different poiskim. If there's a poisik that underst- that that's a big guy, a big bucky, I mean, a big bucky, he knows a lot of halachas, and then you have someone else that is a big guy, and he'll be able to ask kashas and give to rutzim and be madama milsa lamilsa, even though we're dealing, both of them are dealing with the same let's say, few Rishonim, few set of halachas, and, and they, they both know, they both agree exactly what they say, but they're going to be paskining differently because one knows that there are kashas on one and he doesn't understand, and the other one doesn't even know that there are kashas. So they're going to be paskining differently. Now, there could be a third that's even a bigger going than the second, and he's able to answer the kasha. So if you answer the kasha on the Rambam, let's say in the Chazoynish's case, you answer the kasha on the Rambam, um, or the Oreb Kivega's case, rather, even better, you answer the kasha on the tour, then you're going to paskin like the tour. So being a poisik isn't just like many people think. You learn a lot of svarim, you... Uh, they have Mekilim and Machmirim, you have Yeshle El Milismoich, but you have uh, ye, better to do like this one, but Yeshle El Milismoich if you do that way. And it, 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 you, you kind of pass in like the balance of, of Rishonim or Gedoyle Poiskim or, or Poiskim that you found happen to have written Svarim. That's not a Mahalach. It, it, it's the, it's, if that's the best you can do, then you're not, you're not, really doing all that well. There are 
vast differences in the greatness of uh, Poiskim and Lamdonim, and they're going to be paskining differently based not merely on what they know, but the tamim, the reasons, the reasoning, who understands, who doesn't understand, who has a kasha, who can answer the kasha, who can't answer the kasha. And even a Reb Kivega, or a Chazonish, if they have a kasha on something, they are bound, duty-bound, to paskin like the Cholkim, again, everything else being equal, there are more considerations, because that's what the Chazonish says, we're not Talmidim of a teaching that we have a kasha on that we don't understand that to us is schwer. Now, of course, even here there are rules like if there's a din because you have a kasha, it's not going to change it. And obviously, obviously, uh, when we say Reb Kivega had a kasha or the Chazinish had a kasha, that means it's a real kasha. If somebody opens up a Rambam and he's not such a great goyner Talmud Chochem and he has kashas because he just doesn't understand, you know, there's two types of kashas. There's one, there's a kasha because you do understand and now it's schwer, something really is schwer. And there's another kasha because you just don't know. You just didn't learn enough, you know. So if you just, uh, if there's an Amoritz that opens up a Rambam and he says, oh, I have kashas on this, but I understand the, the Rajbo. No, he, he can't paskin like anything. We're not talking about that. We're talking about Gedele Poiskim. This is how they paskin. So there's going to be very vast differences. And the differences are going to depend upon how well we understand the Tamim. So you see, we already, we, we already kind of gave it away. This is going to be Pshat and Rashi. When it says it's going to be Yisrael, and means you're not going to have Halacha Brewer, Rashi says the Tam, and what it means is, is that people are going to be paskining from, uh, they have no choice but to be paskining from kitzers or, or uh, just what they hear or what they see. And the reasoning for it, the, the Reb Kivegas Kasha or Teretz to Reb Kivegas Kasha or Teretz to a Chazinish's Kasha or, a, or, or the Chazinish's Kasha itself, that's not going to be going into play because there'll always be Machloikasin because this person is not going to know what the reason is. He's not going to understand what the reason is. This person's going to have a Kasha on a Rambam. This person's not going to have, this person's going to have a Teretz on the Rambam. And you're not going to find Halacha Brura, not because there's a Machloikas, like you have a Machloikas in the Gemara necessarily, uh, but rather, because we're not go either we're not going to know Bakhlal what the reasons are, and you're going to, like like the uh Chuvis Harosh and the Marshaw says, the Marshaw says there are people that do this, the Chuvis Harosh says there are people that do this, that's very bad. Or there's you can even say it it works on a higher level where we're not going to be able to understand reasons and there's going to be machloikasin in the reasons because it's going to be schwer to us. Look, the Gemara Navoid says that the Mesech Navoid of Avram Avinu had uh, 400 parakim and we only have five, but then the Gemara says, we only have five, Valayadin and my Kamrinan. We don't even know what we're talking about in those five. Then the Gemara says, my Koshio, why don't we know what we're talking about? And the Gemara has a schwerkite in uh, one of the things that we know in Hilchas Avodah So there's there's always Shverkaiten, and the Gemara refers to that as Loyadin and Mai Kamrinan. We don't know what we're talking about. And I don't know exactly what the th- threshold, I'm not saying what the threshold of the Gemara, of the Nevoa of Amois means, at what point it's fulfilled, but clearly there's, uh, there, there's no question that once you get to the Marshaw's people and the 
Russia's people that just paskening from the uh, halacha without the reasons, then that's for sure way beyond the, that, that's for sure way into a fulfillment of the nevuah of Amos. In other words, we're going to read the Rashi over there in the Gemara where it says, we won't find halacha brura bitamim. We won't find halacha brura with the reasons. We're going to find halachas without reasons for the halachas. And then, if we would know the reasons, there wouldn't be a machloikis. One person is going to apply the halacha in one place and another person is going to apply it in another place because neither of them know the reasons for it. One's going to oh, one's gonna say to wear a kittel, one's going to say not to wear a kittel because this one learned that you should and this one learned that you shouldn't. Or one person's going to say that you should get married first and then uh, learn Torah, one person's going to say the opposite, and because they didn't learn the reasons, they don't know the reasons, that's why there's a machloikis. If, if they would know the reasons, then there wouldn't be a machloikis. Or, that even if people know the reasons, but their reasons are going to be schwer, they're going to be a lot of schwerkeiten, so even if you know the reasons, because we don't fully understand the reasons, like the Gemara says, because we have a schwerkeit, then uh, that also could be with the nevuah of Amos means that there's, it's going to be, uh, a lot of machloikas is going to be generated because of it. Now there's a Gemara in Chagiga, uh, all the way at the beginning, Gimel Amit Beis. Balei asufos, elu talmidei chachomim, sheyoshvim asufos, asufos voisgin b'tayra. These are talmidei chachomim that sit in groups learning Torah. Halalu metamin, halalu metarin. These people say tamei, Others say tohor. Halalu oisrin v'halalu matirin. These people aser, those people matter. Then the Gemara asks, Shema yoimer odom, heichani loimid Torah miyato. How am I supposed to learn Torah if there are so many different shitas? You've heard this question, I'm sure. How am I supposed to, what am I supposed to do? There are so many shitas. Talmud loimar, says the Gemara, is a post in Kehelis, kulam nitnu memoraya echod. All of them, all the shitas are from Harsinai. Kel Echod Nosnon, one Rabbani Shalalim gave all of them. Parnas Echod Omron, Mipnei Odoin Kol Hamaasim Baruchu. Afata, then it says like this If you want to learn Torah, make your ear into a funnel, an Ephrachesis. It's, it's as a funnel where a lot goes in in one end and very little comes out in the end. Get yourself a knowing heart, meaning a knowing mind, to understand things. In other words, there are all sorts of shitas, that's very fine. But but learn to understand what they're saying. Ask kashas, give to rutzim. Figure out, narrow them down, figure out what your shita is. Figure out what's shver. When I say your shita, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're one of the balei plukta. Although it can mean that there are memtes ponim on one side, memtes ponim on the other side, and if somebody's asking if there's so many ponim, how am I supposed to learn? Teret says, no, learn and figure out what you hold. Hakadish Baruch who gave the Torah to Bnei Odom, not to Malachi Asharis. And Torah Bashamayim he. Sit down, learn, harva, and you'll have a shita. And even if you're not a bar plukta in the machloikis itself, at least. And then you'll understand which one would be appropriate for you to paskin like.
which one would be appropriate for you to follow? So the Gemara over here is saying that the solution to different tzodim and even different shitas is to get a lave maven and to figure out what's appropriate for you to follow. In the Chazanish's Sprach, figure out who's your Rebbe. Doesn't mean which person is your Rebbe necessarily, but it means which Shita is your Rebbe. There are other methodologies also. There's Achri Rabbim Lahatois and, and, and other Darke Hoiro. But over here, the Gemara is saying a Lev Maven is going to help you narrow down a course of action in face of so many Tzodim or so many Shitas. Now, I'll give you two examples where understanding, where knowing a halacha, uh, but not having halacha brura with the tamim leads to bad things. Example number one. And I said before that we're, we're talking not only halacha things, also uh, and mutter, we're talking hashkafa things too, even derech hachayim. It's all the same formula. You have to understand what you're doing, what you're doing. Look, even before I give you the example, there was even a, a in the Kovitz Maimorim, rings for a Maisa with Rebel Chonon, where Rebel Chonon got up to speak once and the audience uh, clapped. They gave, they applauded when Rebel Chonon got up. And Rebel Chonon gets up and he says, I don't understand. We're talking about serious things. It's inappropriate to, to applaud. If this would be, let's say, a Levaya, would, would anybody applaud when, when, when somebody gets up to give a hespid? He says, Yidin don't do things without knowing why they do it or what the reasons are for it. Or We just don't robotically do things. Now, the same thing applies to our, our, our hashkafis and our halachas. We, we're not just supposed to just do things without understanding why. We're supposed to understand why. And I'll, I'll, give, you, and I'll give you two examples. Example number one is Der Halimut. Somebody showed me an interview in a, a magazine with one of the Gedele Rosh Yeshiva a couple of weeks ago. And the interview asked the Rosh Yeshiva about the pace of learning, why they don't learn faster in the Yeshiva. And the Rosh Yeshiva said, I try, I tell them. The Rosh Yeshiva tells them to learn faster, they just don't listen. And there's nothing he can do about it. In the Musa Shmuzin, he tells it to them, but they just don't listen. And he tells them even that if they just learn very much Be'iun and they don't get a lot of Yedias, it, it compromises the Havana that they have. They just don't listen. And this has been going on literally for Deiris. When I was a Bachar in Yeshiva, and um, I have a grandchild who's graduating high school this coming year, so literally a couple Deiris ago, uh, I remember Rav Shach used to write all the time that the yeshivas have to learn faster. And I remember about maybe one door ago, a nephew of mine got married. And um, the chasana was in Cleveland and Rav Gifter spoke at the chasana. At the chasana he spoke. And he was speaking, basically he said uh, that you have to learn fast and you have to finish Masechtas. And that was the, the topic of his uh, speech and he fitted into the chasana. Uh, it's not Negei exactly how, but that, that was the, the topic. The next day, this was Thursday night, I stayed for Sheva Brochus uh, in Cleveland, and Friday morning, I met some bocher from the yeshiva, a random bocher, and, and I he asked me how the chasna was, and I told him it was very good, and I said I liked the yeshiva speech very much. He asked me what he spoke about, and I said he spoke about learning fast, and, and you have to 
learn learn Masechtas, and he says to me, ah, ah, you're probably one of his people. And, and I was in, in Rav Gifta's own yeshiva. They just weren't listening. I actually, that day, I went to visit Rav Gifta that Friday. Um, he, he lived in the dormitory of the Tel's yeshiva in those days. And I asked him, I wanted to ask him, um, how fast does he hold we should learn? So I started off, I said, uh, it means the Shiva spoke last night about learning up. So he, he interrupts me and he gives a little bang on the table. And he says, I wasn't, I didn't speak about learning up. I spoke about learning. That's learning. Without that, that's not learning. Nevertheless, people just, just didn't follow in his instructions. And this has been going on literally for days. I don't know how long it's been going on. It's going on for a long time. Now, what happened over here? How come there were yeshivas for, for Doris since I was a kid? Uh, literally, are telling their own Talmidim, you have to learn faster, you have to learn faster. What happened over here? So I'll tell you. When I was a Bokhan yeshiva, we also learned, in, and we're not talking about learning more bikiyas. We're talking about learning faster first seder. When I was a Bokhan yeshiva, we also learned the same as any other yeshiva. 10 blot or, or something like that. And uh, later, after the Menahel that I had for high school uh, was Nifta, they put out a uh, safer of his Torahs and the Drushas that he said. And one of the Drushas that he said, it in one of the Drushas over there, about Chinuch, uh, my Menahel relates that one time there was Shiva, it was Rav Hutner. Rav Hutner asked him, how come we're learning so slow in the first Seder, in, in the Limud Bi'iyun Seder? Why do we have to learn so many Mepharshim? Obviously, if we would learn less Mepharshim, we'd be able to learn more, uh, more Gemara, which is what Klal Yisrael did in, in previous years. So the Manal says, I told the Rosh Hashiva that, and I'm going to read this to you, because I have it here in front of me too. Amar Tiloi, I told the Rosh Hashiva, Shebekdei Shemoichoi Shel Talmud Yiskasherim HaTayra. The mind of the Talmud should be connected to the Torah. V'hiyeh tofus kuloi b'machshavas HaTayra v'shloyiyeh mo'unyan b'limudei choyl. That's the point. This is means the American Bokherim are different because we're talking about American high school kids. And they are so interested, they, they shouldn't be so interested in the secular studies. They come into the Masifta, they have ideas of being, um, I don't know, doctors, lawyers, Indian chiefs, or whatever, Gashmiastic lives. So, we have to. He should have a geschmack in learning a Reb Chaim's teretz, a, a, a Reb Shimon, a Ketzois, and a Sivas. And it's not, in other words, it's not because, it's not because this is the right way to learn. It's because we need to do this in order to give the 
Talmidim a geshmak in learning in a cheshik to quote abandon his dreams of of having a gashmiyistical life. V'yasanik betanik kazeshein bedoymeloi ba'olam hachiloni v'yaz yisha dovuk betayra v'chol hachaloi meishaloi v'chol hachaloi meishaloi of a gashmiyistic um a future yo betelim umuvutolim beetzem. And then he says, the Shashiva, Hiskim ma'oid l'gisha shalonu, v'alma shazu derech hanachoyne shenachzik v'namshech v'derech zu. In other words, it's, it was a Kirov um, approach. It's not that this is the right derech halimud, it's not the best derech halimud, they really shouldn't be doing that. And I, I would imagine that's why Rav Shach and other Shashivas under different circumstances, not the same circumstances of my particular yeshiva that I went to, uh, said that in their own yeshivas and, and other places they have to learn learn faster. Or perhaps that what happened was in these other yeshivas, the same that happened in many places where now Bisman Hazer, it's not the same as it was when I was in high school. Bokhrim don't come to yeshiva now, uh, being very impressed with Lemude Choyl and having dreams to be doctors and lawyers. In fact, they're even in the yeshivas where they uh, don't have in the in the high school level lemudechol altogether or very very minimal. They're still not learning much faster than we did. My son went to one of those yeshivas and they they didn't learn much faster than we did. So what happened was was that the reason for this derech in learning was not internalized by the people that were doing it and and we just got stuck. And now, Bisman Hazer, a couple weeks ago, this is literally two generations since I was in high school, and that was my Menahel speaking, we have a, one of the Gedalei Rosh Yeshiva saying that he's telling his Talmidim all the time that they have to learn faster, have to learn more, but they're not listening. That's example number one. Example number two is it's not just the B'nai Taira that this happens to. This is also the Balabatim. The, the halacha is that if a balabas has a couple hours a day to learn, he's mechuyiv to take those few hours and to learn halacha lamaisa with them. This is all over the, this is all over the poiskim. Uh, and the reason is because as, the, as we all know, the Mishnah Brewer brings that if a person doesn't know Hilcha Shabbos cold, he won't be able to go one Shabbos without being machal Shabbos. Uh, the truth of the matter is, I, I would have said, Kishani me, it's very hard to go even one Suda on Shabbos without being Machal Shabbos unless you learn, know the halachas. The halachas of Bayer, uh, various different halachas. Uh, Mokza, um, it's very hard to go even one Suda. Certainly a Shabbos, that's Mishnah Bura brings from earlier uh, Makairis like that. So, a balabas, that's the most important thing for him to know. He has to learn how to keep Shabbos. He has to learn how to daven. He has to know where Rechayim. He has to know how to run his, his kitchen. At least he has to know what a Shail is. But says the Orach HaShulchan, after he brings from the Paiskim that say this, he's There's nobody disagrees with that. But then the Orach HaShulchan, Hilchas says, and I quote, If we would tell this to them, They won't learn anything. All they want to learn is, is a daf a day. 
And this was before the Ramea Shapiro coordinated the Daf Yoimi that everybody should learn the same Daf. Still, they only wanted to learn Daf Yoimi, a Daf a day. So listen, better than not learning anything, uh, and don't stop them. And, and all Torah, he says, is, is uh, Torah, is obviously, has great value. So it's better than them not learning anything if you tell them to do the right thing. So the the reason why we tolerated the Dafyoimi altogether, Balabatim learning it, was because, look, you know, they're Balabatim, and if we tell them what they're supposed to do, they won't learn anything. Uh, fast forward to Bisman Hazeh. I know that there are people who, since the last Sim Hashas of Daf Yoimi, have literally, I know more than one person, literally, who has started learning Daf Yoimi, not in addition to his regular Limudim, but instead of his regular Limudim. As a guy I know, he was learning Mishnabura. Mishnabura, that was his Limud. Now, he has to know Mishnabura. Mishnabura is Arachayim. Balabatim have to know the Halochas in Arachayim. And it's not that he, he's an Erlicha guy and an Ernst guy, and he was, but no, he has to learn Daf Yoimi now. He wants to finish Shas. He has to learn Daf Yoimi. And, and I tell him, no, it's better for you to learn Mishnabur than Daf Yoimi. What do you mean, Daf Yoimi? How could you not learn Daf Yoimi? Daf Yoimi became the Lechat and he's not the only one like this. I've heard he's not the only one like this. It became mamish the lechatchila, more than the lechatchila. If, if a balabos learns anything else and not dafyoimi, he's like he's like he's, he's he's missing something. Whatever value the dafyoimi has, lechatchila, it was not meant that if a balabos has a few hours, a few hours, not. 45 minutes a day learning, a few hours a day to learn. He has to learn halachalamaisa. So uh, if, if they're starting kodshim, for example, so a balabos that doesn't know, you ask him a shayla, what, uh, are you allowed to take your temperature on Shabbos? Or uh, do you, if you eat one small slice of bread, uh, do you have to bench? He, he doesn't know. He has no idea, but he spends for, uh, I don't know, years, his next, his, uh, all his learning time, learning how to be makrav carbonus. Does that make any sense? What happened was, was that the of the Daf Yoimi came without, but the reason was not internalized. So this is Mamish what it means, that there's not going to be Halacha Brura, Mishnah Brura, but Makam there's going to be Halachas without the reasons for the Halachas. And then there's going to be Machloikasin about who, who, holds, who holds what. What should, what should a Balabaz do? Because people don't know what the reasons are. What should a Bacha do? How should Yeshiva learn? Well, in, in my Yeshiva, when I was in high school, it was appropriate, the Rosh Yeshiva said, that we should learn that way. In other places, in other times, it's, it wouldn't be. But people aren't Machalik because we learn without the the reasons we have hoyros without the reasons or if we do have the reasons and we had the reasons for both of these we have the reasons but it's forgotten or or it's not internalized and there are many things like that everything from the way a balabos should fear his life to to um, the way a ben Tyre should learn to act, actual halochas a poiskim actually had a paskin and in general, uh, listen, an, another example, people constantly are building their hashkafis or actions or things that they do, their derech hachayim on, on random stories that they read or hear from G'dayle Yisrael. Now, let's assume that the stories are true, and many of them are not. But you have to understand why the Godel did what he did or why he 
uh, gave the instructions that he did. Otherwise, your your learning is is useless from it. even in 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 psak. Uh, there are different poskim that have different terachim, and you have to know what the what the uh, rules of a certain poskim is, what his mahalach is. Uh, before before you learn, Shulchan Aruch repeats a halacha. It's not a big kasha. Shulchan Aruch does that. He does that. It's not a big kasha. If the Rambam repeats a halacha, then it will be a, a, a kasha. So, and if Poisik has two terutzim, if Toisus has two terutzim, do you need both terutzim to be true in order to uh, rely on the halacha? Which there's a yeshayim, which is the yikr. There are all sorts of kloli hapoiskim, and gedolim also the same thing. I'll give you an example. So. You take the Chazonish and the Briskerov. The Briskerov once said the difference between him and the Chazonish is Mahaluch is in many things is that the Chazonish says that if there's a problem now, let's solve the problem now, short term, even though in 10 years from now, the problem, uh, this solution will result in another problem some far, somewhere down the road. Um, we'll deal with that problem then. The Briskerov said his Mahaluch is no, we have to stop it nip it in the bud uh, so that there won't be a long-term problem later. And uh, therefore, if the Chazanish gave a certain Hanhaga or Hoiro, what it may mean is that, that yeah, well, he expected that 10 years or 20 years or 50 years down the road, there's going to be a problem. And it doesn't mean that he th- uh, believed that his Hoiro is going to be a final um, uh, teretz to the problem, and and if it resulted in a problem, it's not the pshat. Well, the chazonish said to do this, and and this must be what the chazonish wanted. But rather, the chazonish figured that if it results in a problem later, you're going to fix that other problem. It'll be a side effect of the medicine that the chazonish prescribed at the time. Uh, the briskerov, uh, you would not say that about him, and, and that's just a small marshal. Without knowing why somebody said why he said. Without and the only way to do it is to be able to trace what he said back to Dalit to Shasan Poiskim, to the Torah that we have. If we can't stim, if we cannot square what we're hearing with what we know from the Torah, then as the Chazanish said, then we're not Talmidim in this regard, and we can't apply or use the thing that we're hearing. So what's the solution? Where does that leave us? Where does that leave people that that don't know? The Territ says that's what it means. You have to learn. All of these things. And everybody needs to know their place. If somebody can paskin shilas, he can paskin shilas. If somebody can just learn a toysvist and teach a toysvist, that's all he should be doing. And if somebody needs to learn Mishnabrura or somebody needs to to, to, to learn Chumash uh, Rashi, then that's what he should be doing. But this is Nevoas Amois, that Asida Tayrish Atishtakach Mi Yisroel, and what Reb Shimon Bar Yechoi says it means, is that we won't have Halacha Brura and Mishnah Brura B'makam Echod, says Rashi, that Halacha Brura, you're not going to find Halacha with Tamim, and that's going to lead to a lot of confusion, a lot of Machloikis. Normally Machloikis isn't necessarily a bad thing, but in this case it is a bad thing, because that's called Shikha Satayra. If we only learn bottom lines without the reasons, then as the Marshal said, these people are the, the destroyers of the world, boy. We need to, everything we do, whether it's clapping when a speaker gets up, or it's 
uh, assering or muttering uh, a piece of chicken or or deciding what we're going to learn it's never good enough just to do robotically we have to understand why we're doing it what the reasons are behind it if we can't somebody forgets yalaviyova and he needs to know let him go look it up he has no brera but absent any emergency situations our goal is to understand everything we do and even though there's a nevuas amois that says there's going to be shikha satayra we still want as much as possible to resist that nevuah uh, as much as we can.